फर्स्ट मिलियन वॉज राउंड become financially independent faster right but it is not that the 1 lakh guy cannot become the 1 lakh guy is used to that 1 lakh lifestyle the 5 lakh guy is used to 5 lakh lifestyle and somebody who earns 5 crores per month and there are people who earn at that level they, i mean for them their lifestyle is different so at the lifestyle that you are today i think even a person who is earning 1 lakh or 50000 can also maybe a longer journey a little more stricter journey but it is definitely possible But if somebody is earning fifty thousand and says, "I want to retire like Anil Ambani," now, sorry, uh, Mukesh Ambani. Uh, no, if that <laughs> if that is the story, then then it's a wrong expectation, right? Everyone has twenty four hours only. What you do with them is what will matter in the end. Starting point can be low or high for some people. That's okay. Have Have you guys ever been in a job that you didn't really enjoy? I was lucky because I was thrown out of that job, <laughs> and I got a better one. So when I quit my previous uh, one of the previous jobs i took a break for 18 months and at that time i was clear i can survive without a paycheck for 5 years at least so that gave me the confidence to try many things i learned a lot i did a lot of certifications i tried out certain cto service cso service kind of things i consulted a lot of startups but if you are stuck if you don't have reserves like you said if you don't have reserves you can't take that risk for that you have to have certain reserves and limit your liabilities how is your re- relationship with money change over years so for me i've always been inspired by creating things so in that sense money has always been a side effect i got lucky in my early 20s that's mainly because of wingify yes yeah as money was accumulating uh, i think interestingly it gave me an existential crisis because you assume right when you have good amount of money things will change dramatically but nothing was changing uh, and that's when i realized that you know it's just like one aspect of life amongst many other aspects so in the initial part i was chasing money i come from a very humble background so didn't start uh, like with lot of money so i started with my financial journey around 2007 that is just around the mortgage crisis which happened so so that gave me a good start and i've been into investment banking so i have the unfair advantage of having the knowledge so i used that to my advantage and i used whatever surplus cash we had between me and my wife double income obviously helped there was a point when i realized uh, that was when i moved to pune i was working for barclays at that time so what i start realized working for a bank obviously which i have done for most of my life is you don't have to earn enough to last your life you have to manage your money in a way that the man money takes care of itself growing and doing stuff on its own uh, my first salary was maybe around 6000 rupees per month uh, in hand 5400 so started from there uh, which year was this that was 1995 got it one of my first jobs that i did in late 90s when i was at city bank i was uh, heading their collections and recovery for punjab region and that's where i realized people would have swanky cards and one of the best bungalows but they won't still have the capacity to pay the emis and i think from there onwards my relationship with money has been uh not something that i aspire to 
have beyond a certain limit and as long as you are happy with what you have so i drew a line and i'm very happy with that a lot of people that i meet of my age they don't know that i would almost in april cross 20 years of my work life at 38 because i exactly started when i turned 18 so i was always a bright student but unfortunately on in my 12th standard i really really scored bad so bad that i was passed with grace marks and i wanted to buy a bike because everybody around wanted a bike and my dad said kya kiya aisa life mein ki tujhe bike do that was a trigger that i started working so if you see me talking to you right now today given this background i would just say i'm lucky but this luck has come with a lot of hard work at 38 i have actually started feeling that i have spent enough time right and i want to take a break now i mean i'm sure each one of us sitting here priority is not money like say for example for me right priority is not money my priority is my health priority is i love adventure i want a cpl license priority is i've gone off sports for a long time i want to go back start playing one perspective that uh, is uh, it's also about a motivation all of us start with something like you want to create value so my biggest motivation has been that my kids should get what i didn't so if they want to get into a college whose fees is very high i want to ensure they get into that college they don't have to drop out because i can't afford the fees these motivations change with time absolutely uh, priorities change with time so i have done for more than a decade i have done shifts where i would leave for office around 1 or 2 in the afternoon and come back at around 2 at night it reached a stage where i was seeing my kids only on weekends and as someone i was speaking to made me realize he says by the time your kids cross 12 you spent 90 95% of your time with your kid now today if you ask me for me the most valuable thing is i am able to spend time with my family it is irreplaceable but it is important that we keep shifting our uh, priorities and the motivation with time it can't be the same motivation for life what we needed at 18 what we need at 38 versus what we'll need at 60 or yeah. 70 will be very different what are the challenges that you didn't have before retiring or before you became financially my biggest challenge and 99% of salaried people probably face it is i misunderstood inflation completely a lot of us take it as a 5.5 or 6% kind of number in our calculations but if we go to the subheads of it for me the biggest miscalculation was inflation on education so when i was doing my initial maths when our kids were born i thought that in 30 35 40 lakh i would be able to manage the education of both my kids after adjusting for inflation at about 5% today probably a college one year a decent college would be 10 lakh a year so school is about 4 5 lakh and year really? something like that that's a surprise so a lot of us misread these kind of numbers that is where i also did it wrong that is why i had to work slightly longer i thought of retiring around 40 financial retirement i 45 sorry but i couldn't do that only because i misread the education part of inflation and so i misread add that to your point manish if you have already factored in great the other thing uh, that a lot of people miscalculate is on uh, health side of it health definitely is a, it inflates around 12 to 15% in india yeah. a simple hospitalization for let's say two days which have earlier cost maybe 30 40000 rupees 10 years back today you get hospitalized and i'm not talking about icu and all and for two three days you could end up spending a lakh of rupees so how's your portfolio allocation like so it's 60 40 equity debt in fact off late it has changed a little 65 35 uh, but i am slowly slowly trying to reduce and shift my equity to the debt portion of it uh, what about you manish 
essentially my portfolio has changed themes recently earlier it was about 75% equity 25% debt right now it is about 75% debt 25% equity at my personal level which is a larger portfolio i think mine is maybe 98% equity almost hmm. all of it except emergency fund or yeah except like a uh, little bit of emergency fund in liquid what about you same 100% equity uh, so while there are extremely fashionable investment products available i can still tell you i run a 70% of my cash flow as sip every month so with every increment in cash flow that i take home the sip amount goes up by that 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 value so whatever i have been able to accumulate is purely basis this clear clear discipline maybe currently because I just got through a good uh, deal on some land. It is thirty seventy, but I've always been hundred percent equity. While this might go against uh, what we preach in general, but uh, I think it's personal, and I understand it. So thing, yeah. yeah, I understand it. So your level of risk may be yeah. very different from what yeah. you tell others. Yeah. Thing I can very confidently say is, ESOPs aside, or you know, if you get valuation through a startup, keeping all of that aside. there is no other way that you can get into consistent and a confident multiplication of money unless and until you are in equity absolutely. i yeah, would absolutely. not even count real estate uh, people will obviously feel offended but i'll clearly say real estate at a certain point of time will not give you the same kind of returns that you will get through equity over a long period of time how did you decide that this much money is enough so i have a very detailed excel file which sort of gives me a huge amount of comfort i've been tracking and fine tuning it over the last couple of years which tells me what are my expenses at what rate will increase what are my potential future expenses which will come in factor all of that in and that gave me a number while we are talking about whether we have the money to retire or not it is about what do you do after retirement that's a very important aspect i think because once you've retired Imagine you worked for 20 years of your life 18 hours 16 hours 14 hours 12 hours and suddenly you have the money is in the bank you can do whatever you want to do with it but you don't know how do you spend your entire day take my example i mean i was like boss i am done i am going to retire and sit back relax and do nothing in life you won't believe the day was my last working day Two days after that, on the Monday, I was the most restless person, saying, "Whatever I've done," <laughs> and I was like, "Boss, I need to be busy again. I need to do something." Exactly. And I was clear. I don't want to do an eight or ten hours. I was like three to four hours a day. I still have to be constructively busy. And versus when you know you have people at home, you don't know what your equation changes a lot with your spouse. Uh, if you're sitting at home all the time, so you yeah. really need to think through it. Absolutely. there's one more element to it which probably both of us can actually appreciate it's it's slightly on the uh, kind of negative side maybe around the age of 50 there are two things which happen somewhere around that we start losing our parents that's one realization somewhere around that time the second is our kids start moving to colleges that is where loneliness strikes you might have millions not 1 million 2 5 million what will you do with that money at that time you want to enjoy between say 30 35 40 exactly. kind of age when you are at the prime of your health when the kids are around and parents are around what is the point in running after money for 20 years and realizing there is no one there besides your spouse maybe to enjoy the money with i think another aspect of this what you've gone through is also letting go of let's say for lack of a better word power like you would have as a uh like head of a large bank a lot of power over and influence and i think a lot of people get high from it 
letting go of that power was not very difficult for me because uh, I didn't I really didn't enjoy what was coming along with it. You know, there are people who get a kick that if they don't fly every week, they'll feel restless at home, right? The fact that I've stopped flying has made me feel better. Uh, so happy island. to hear that. I was but just discussing with him a story of one of our clients. Very well-paid, highly connected, right? Moved out of his job, has everything that you would really want and die for. But he's not happy because yeah. yeah, he doesn't have the power. That's that's very interesting. When we talk about yeah. money, I think the power aspect does come yes. along yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's not often talked about, but a lot of people chase money for the power hired gives, not but necessarily the you material have to decide you can power buy. or peace of mind. Hmm. I don't think both come together. So I was just asking as experience, I was asking my all my teammates saying, if you are twenty crores today, what would you do? Right? Uh, all the guys who are in early twenties said they want to travel the world. All of them, right? Uh, all the guys in 30s, they had a clear idea that they will do something with this money. I'll control more people. Haan, and 10 people will report me. Is it even a good motivation to get into just to become rich or to get rich? Should one do entrepreneurship? I think, Is that a a right? I think it's a misconception that if you become an entrepreneur, you would become rich. One and a half decade back, you would want to be an entrepreneur because salaries were not not really paid well for. Today, fortunately, unfortunately, there are numerous opportunities available which pay you exceptionally well. The question is actually not that if you become an entrepreneur, you will make more money. Salaries are brilliant today. I think on an average, you'll make money with a salary. There are studies to back it up. Entrepreneurs average make less money than salaried people. Yes, but statistically, yeah. But if you think about optionality of making a lot of money, uh, yeah. entrepreneurship has a lot of optionality. What advice you would have for these guys? Okay, what advice I would have for youngsters for you? Young uh, millennials. Young millennials like you. Um, one, I, and I think both of you did elucidate that in when you were talking about your experiences. One is hard work. I mean, you may keep repeating luck, 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 but I will say it's the hard work, hard work and hard work, right? It's just your humility that's coming out, but the reality is there is no replacement for hard work, uh, number one. Number two, I would say it's easier to make money, much more, e much more difficult to preserve it and much more even difficult to grow it. If you have seen those KBC winners, yeah, uh, I was reading articles that, that uh, those guys have lost whatever money they earned, right? Because they thought, now I'm a millionaire, I've become a karorpati, I have uh, made it. So I think it's important that uh, making money, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's done. Now is how do you preserve it and how do you grow it? The last thing I would say is, so your lifestyle is like this, your money net worth is like this. Now as your net worth goes up, do not keep your lifestyle at the same pace. Keep it a little low. There's a difficult line you should draw, but I think maintain that gap because in bad times, that gap is what will help you survive without having to compromise on basics of life. Don't keep a pending checklist with you, pending list that of things that you would do when you would be 40, 50 or something. Keep checking those boxes. Definitely don't do that. I have done that for 10 years and I that is one regret I have. I would add one more point. I think generally when we talk about financial freedom and retirement, we only talk about income and expenses, but we generally forget that there is another variable we have in our hand, which is skills. So really, instead of just thinking about that, either you increase your income or you decrease your salary, 
what if you really focus on upskilling upskilling yes. so that and i think in that sense knowledge is power right how can you become like how can you dramatically increase your levels of income is just purely through yeah, yeah. knowledge so we'll start the rapid fire now problems you face being a millennial expectations from in general i think uh, there is too much of expectation from your own self and uh, people around i think it's the idea that people feel if you have money your problems are solved but they are not this social thing in india about not talking about money like that is something which gets on my head all the time for me it's uh, managing that money efficiently who is your inspiration in life initial decade bill gates then jeff bezos now it is charlie munger i think for me any creator is an inspiration who creates something from 0 to 1 so i think i've learned a lot more from people who i did not enjoy working with and what that taught me was what not to do practicality father emotion mother and life wife ah oh. <laughs> got it did you get that question before or like because i don't know <laughs> i go, i just got some time <laughs> what is the best and worst financial advice you have gotten i think worst is definitely investing in real estate the best is that you know uh that active fund managers don't end up beating index worst was to go into tax saving instruments like ppf pf nsc and so on atc typically best was around 2007 when i finally got an advice to start with equity the worst has been my best friend advised me a couple of stocks early in my life and today they are not even listed so total money gone down the drain best advice has been mutual fund sahi hai uh, best has been save more than what you spent worst is uh, telling me save everything that you can so that you have a secured future which car do you drive i drive an audi got it which one a4 even octavia yes. i have a old uh, honda wrv i don't buy new car and i don't drive i take an uber just to save time uh, i have an nova yeah. i'm pretty happy with that what is the best part of having money i can buy time freedom same thing freedom being able to buy books without looking at their price what do you value the most in life relationships i think having a good time time it also impact relationships otherwise What I value most is freedom and freedom at multiple levels freedom of time freedom of decisions freedom of who I want to maintain my relationships with uh, so all of those things 100 million or 100 million followers both <laughs> if you had to choose one followers 100 million followers I would take 100 million I would take 100 million no this clear generation gap. yes <laughs> 100 million or 25 years of healthy life At this juncture, I'll take that 200 million. <laughs> Wrong timing. Same here. I would rather prefer 100 million than additional 25 years at this stage. 25 years of good life. No additional 25. Same life. 25 good years.